You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is another Astros podcast. You know, it's something this, this Astros team really wanted to do. They wanted to make sure that not only would people think about them being the best team in franchise history, but you could also prove it with the record. Presley with the 2-2. That is at the knees for strike three, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros sweep the doubleheader from the Orioles and set a franchise record with their 103rd victory of the season. Greetings from Oriole Park at Camden Yards in Baltimore, Maryland, where today the Houston Astros wrap up the 2018 regular season taking on the Baltimore Orioles. This is also the finale of a four-game series in Baltimore. Astros have won the first three games after sweeping a doubleheader yesterday, winning game one, four to three, and game two, five to two. Carlos Correa, two hits, including a home run, drove in two in game one. Jake Marisnik, two-run home run and three RBIs in game two as the Astros have won eight of their last nine and are 21-5 and five in September, while the Orioles have dropped three in a row and seven of their last nine games. Astros, 103-58, and 58, a franchise record for wins. Six games ahead of the A's in the AL West. The Orioles, 46 and 115, last in the AL East, 61 games behind Boston. Today's pitching matchup is brought to you by DraftKings. Step up to the plate with DraftKings One Day Fantasy Baseball to win big cash prizes. Just download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com and get a free entry with promo code ASTROS. DraftKings, the game inside the game. It'll be Charlie Morton on the mound for the Astros, and Morton making his first appearance in a week. He came out after one inning in his last start last Sunday, uh, dealing with some shoulder discomfort. It was on the DL for that earlier this year, but the Astros feel like Morton's good to go in a tune-up before the postseason. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. And for game 162, where it doesn't seem like uh, this game means a whole lot for the Astros roster construction uh, and knowing how healthy that Charlie Morton can be. And do you need a couple of pitchers who can give you some length uh, just in case he's not able to answer the bell uh, in game three or game four? Could be very interesting. Now, he felt like he couldn't get fully loose in that last game, had some tightness in his shoulder, things like that. Didn't have like a a stabbing pain or anything like that. His velocity was two or three miles per hour less in that last outing. So we'll see. We'll look at the velocity today. We'll look at the sharpness uh, with his location and of his breaking pitch, things like that. But this is a big one for for Charlie Morton, only probably going to get two innings. Jimmy Yacobonis getting the start for the Baltimore Orioles today. Right-hander coming out of the bullpen to make the start, and he has made some starts, six of them, coming into today's game for the Baltimore Orioles, and he's one of their young players trying to establish himself in the big leagues. Yeah, 26 years old, but not a whole lot of uh, time at at the major league level, and he's a lot like a a lot of their other pitchers, which uh, when you look at him, watch him pitch, you think maybe he could be a four or five starter, maybe a long reliever, but that's where Yacobonis is at 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 this stage of his career he's got a pretty good fastball last year he was averaging more than 95 miles per hour this year right around 92 93 so maybe some of these seasons are are starting to catch up with him we'll be back with more of astro launch right after this here on the astros when they travel to cleveland to face the indians in the alds postseason watch party is presented by chevrolet all astros away games will be shown on the video board at minute maid park and outside the ballpark on the plaza on crawford street Claim your free admission voucher to attend Astros at Astros.com slash watch party. And, you know, they did that last year as well for all of the Astros 
road games in the postseason, and I heard from a lot of folks who, who went to those and said it was a, a tremendous atmosphere. So definitely check that out this postseason. Today's case of the game brought to you by National Car Rental and uh, final regular season game for the Astros, who, of course, will uh, begin their journey in the postseason with game one of the division series against Cleveland on Friday. And I think the, the biggest key for the Astros, just get out of here healthy. Get out of here healthy and stand off the plate. <laughs> Do whatever yeah. you can not to get hit by a stray pitch, things of that nature. And uh, I would imagine A.J. Hinch will, will have these guys play about half the game, maybe uh, six innings, more like a later spring training type of game. But, sure. hey, they're not going to play for four more days, so these at-bats could be important. They certainly could be important just to try and keep guys sharp. And uh, you look at the way the first three games of this series have gone, The you know most of the games have been close, at least yeah. into the late innings. And the difference has been you know the Astros have made the pitches when they've needed to, and they've played really good defense as well as gotten some timely hits. They have, and you can tell the difference between these two teams just in the defense and the yeah. strike throwing and and things like that. But the intensity for the Astros, even though they won the first three games, you can tell it's not the same yet. And, no. it, and they're kind of putting in their time. They know what they're trying to do. And like you said, trying not to get hurt, things like that. So uh, for the Astros this game, yeah, I think the biggest thing is watching to see how Charlie Morton performs and, and seeing if he comes out of here healthy. And we'll know that probably tomorrow. We'll be back with Astros general manager Jeff Luno as Astro Launch continues right after this. Nothing goes better with nine innings of Astros baseball than a cold Carbock beer. And the first pitch of the ball game is a fastball high. So tune into the game and crack open a Love Street Kolsch-style blonde or Hopadillo IPA to root on your Houston Astros. It's game time, so grab a cold locally brewed Carbock. If you're in Houston, drop by the brewery where we're open seven days a week serving up great food, delicious beer and plenty of good times follow us on social at carbach brewing carbach brewing houston texas and welcome back robert ford and steve sparks joined as we are every sunday by jeff luno astros president of baseball operations and general manager well last night the astros sweeping a doubleheader from the baltimore orioles and setting a club record in the process 103 wins most ever in team history 1998 astros won 102 games and I mean, you think 101 wins last year, Jeff, 103 wins this year. I mean, it's really remarkable what this team's been able to accomplish. It is, and obviously we want to win today and make it 104. But, uh, goodness, this, this stretch the team has been on for about the last month and a half. This team has been as good as I've ever seen them. And it's at the right time. We're getting everybody back healthy. And obviously the most important wins are the 11 that, that need to come after today. But we're looking forward to a great postseason and what a tremendous accomplishment by our, by our guys in the clubhouse. Jeff, I knew you've been doing it for the last week or 10 days, but can you tell me about the process of how you construct your roster in that first division series? Well, we know that it's Cleveland, so there's certain matchups that we're going to be favoring. And we, AJ and I are going to gather input from a lot of different folks. Mm -hmm. We've got some people in Houston that are looking into it. We've got our coaching staff. We've got a lot of scouts that are going to weigh in. Uh, but I think we have a general idea, and you know, I don't think there's going to be too many surprises. Uh, it's a five-game series with two off days, so you get a chance to carry less pitchers than you would in a seven-game series. And so that gives you an opportunity to add another position player, and we just need to decide exactly who matches up best and what situation we need because there's different weapons that different guys bring. So we'll be sorting through that this week, and we don't have to make a decision until really uh, right before the game, the day before the game probably. And, you know, you talk about those roster decisions, and a lot of times it comes down to those last few guys. When you think about the position player group, 
you know, obviously Astros carried three catchers in the postseason last year. You have a guy in Miles Straw who certainly, as we've talked about, can be a weapon potentially as a pinch runner. How do you weigh those those two aspects? Because it seems like it, it could be one or the other, and in, in certainly in a division series. Yeah, and that's really the, the debate right there. And we need to figure out where we think the opportunities are going to be. If you have three catchers, you can pinch hit for your catchers uh, much more easily. And uh, But if you have a pinch runner, you know, eighth inning, you're down by one run, uh, you get a guy on, uh, and, uh, and you steal base, and you're in scoring position. So we need to really look at that carefully, and that's probably going to be the crux of our decision, figuring out where we weigh that important. And the Cleveland Indians have a lot of switch hitters. Do you go through some of this stuff with your bullpen uh, pitchers as far as those matchups, where you'd like to see those switch hitters, what side that you want to want those players to hit from? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, which which ones of our pitchers match up best against their hitters, and do we want to switch them around mm-hmm. so they have to hit from the left side or the right side? So we're going to be doing all of that uh, analysis and making the decision this week. And Charlie Morton getting the ball for the Astros today, and of course Morton left his last start a week ago after one inning. He was still feeling something in that shoulder, of course, had been on the DL uh, earlier this month with some shoulder discomfort. Uh, how big is today's outing for, for Charlie Morton, and, and where is the level of concern with him right now? Well, I think the level of concern is low, but we do need to see him go out there and compete and give us you know two, three innings and the velocity be there and the command be there because there's going to be about a 10-day layoff before he would probably pitch, and we really need to figure out our, our rotation uh, as well. So it's important. I don't think he needs to really go deep in the game, but he just needs to establish himself and make sure that he feels good. And so that's, that's what I'm looking for today. Jeff, I'm not sure. A week ago I was really thinking you guys were going to count on Lance McCullers Jr. being a, a great option for you, but I think he's a great option for you now considering the way he's pitching his two outings. Yeah, it's been great. And, you know, he might get out there again today. Who knows? Um, but seeing him come in in a pressure situation like he did last night, get out of it, uh, was, was huge for us because that's the type of situation, obviously, that he's going to be facing uh, on, in the postseason that they're all going to be facing. So that was good, and it's nice to know that, I mean, we have tough decisions on the bullpen. That's probably going to be the toughest area because there's going to be one or two guys that really deserve to be on the roster right. that are probably not going to be on this first series. Once again, joined by Jeff Luno, Astros president of baseball operations and general manager. And, you know, the Astros back-to-back 100-win seasons. Of course, when you got here to the Astros, had back-to-back 100-loss seasons your first two years. Do you feel like, I mean, hey, everybody in baseball can appreciate winning 100 games, especially doing back doing it back-to-back years. But after seeing where this team was where your first two years and where they are now, do you think you maybe appreciate it even more? No question about it. I seem to have forgotten those 200 lost seasons when we first got here. <laughs> Glad I could remind you, Jeff. Uh, they are, I looked it up. They are there. Uh, you know, we went through a lot. The fans went through a lot. The organization went through a lot. Uh, when Jim Crane bought the team, we put together a plan, and we knew we weren't going to have success right away. But the one thing we kept saying over and over again is that when we get good, we're going to stay good for a little while, hopefully a long while. And that, that's really proven to be true. We've, we've gotten to the playoffs three out of the four, last four years. We've had a winning record the last four years. And, you know, getting over 100 games is, is, you know, not easy to do. There's not a lot of teams. I think there's uh, eight teams that have never done it. And for us to do it back-to-back years is really special. But obviously we want that to be the story of the day today. And then and then uh, come Friday, uh, the story flips to uh, this team as, as a postseason team and how successful we are in the postseason. When you look at the two teams, it's easy to, to... – 
claim that the the pitching is much better than it was, especially this time last year. But when you look at the offense, can you tell us what you feel like the differences are between last year's team's offense and this year's? I think last year we had you know, clearly uh, great performances across the board, one through nine. Mm-hmm. McCann was really contributing. Reddick was really contributing. Altuve was playing at MVP level. Correa and Springer were playing at their career best. And this year we had some regression. We had some players take a step back and a and, and little less consistent across the year. And right. so for a while there we didn't have – really the, the threat in the seven eight nine hole. But it's come back, and, and McCann seems to be swinging now, and Reddick swinging, and Correa with the home run last night. So we're hoping that uh, that threat one through nine is really the, our, our calling card. But that was probably the difference last year. One through nine, it was just so difficult. This year we eased up a bit. Guys didn't have quite the same years. You know, you mentioned Carlos Correa, and Correa missing six games uh, earlier this week uh, to get a little bit more recovery time with his back. And I know it's one game, but in, in the doubleheader yesterday in game one, a couple of big extra base hits, a home run, and a, and a go-ahead RBI double. How encouraging was it to see that from, from Carlos Correa right before you, you start to get ready for the postseason? It's, it's really big for us. because It's big for him, too. We just want him to be confident because we know he's got the skills and he's going to play great defense and he's going to take good at bats. And if he's feeling well, he's going to drive the ball. And I think we saw that yesterday. And that's, that's good news. And we've got, you know, we basically have a few days where he can rest up and get ready and, and tune up, and we'll be, he'll be ready to go on Friday. Jeff, can you state your claim for Justin Verlander winning the Cy Young Award? I think he's he's been the best pitcher in the American League this year. Uh-huh. And that number of innings, that quality uh, of stuff, the strikeouts, uh, the wins above replacement, you look across the board – I know it's tough competition because Snell's had a great year, but my vote would go to Justin Verlander. He really deserves it. Uh, you know, you got you don't get guys that <clears throat> go out and post from beginning wire to wire like he has this year, and you got to give some some credit for that. Oh, absolutely. And Jeff, you think talk about how important it is and how key it is to have not just Verlander but also Garrett Cole and Dallas Keuchel each throwing 200 or more innings this season. I mean, the, the Astros are the only team with multiple pitchers who are actually the Diamondbacks, I guess, have multiple because Patrick Corbin reached it, but a, one of two teams with multiple pitchers with 200 inning seasons. Yeah, it's huge for us, and it's going to be great for us in the postseason too because we don't have to worry too much about who pitches game one, game two, game three. We know we got three guys out there who are horses who have had great years. And also, all three are pitching really well right now to finish the season. What? But would probably worry me about knowing that we were going to have three guys with 200 innings is are they going to be exhausted and are they going to be able to keep pushing through? But our guys are pitching at their best right now, and that's what we want to see because we need 11 more victories. Jeff, last thing. We, we see the development staff with the Astros continually push guys up to the major league le- level, and they look ready to go. And I, I guess Pete Putilla and a lot of those guys down there deserve a lot of that credit. Can you speak to that? No question about it. Our player development group is fantastic, and they are the unsung heroes of the scenes. But they're working with these players to make sure that when they get to the big leagues, they can do the things that they're going to be required to do, that Miles Straw is going to be able to run the bases the way A.J. is going to need him to, and uh, that Framber Valdez is going to be able to come in and, and make those starts and get those major league pitchers out. Uh, and it's a, it's a great effort. There's so many people involved in player development, our yeah. coaches, our trainers, our strength and conditioning coaches and, and front office folks that get involved. And they really do. I mean, they're, they're all smiling right now because they're seeing what an impact their work is having on, on this tremendous team. 
Jeff Luno, Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you in the postseason. All right, thanks for having me on. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 